3: Man, what a beautiful Monday afternoon it is. I'm Scoot on the air. Hope you had a great weekend. Glad you are with us. So did you watch any of the NFL games over the weekend? I did. And there were times I had to get in the car and run some errands. So I wasn't going to be held captive by the TV. So I just got in the car, put it on WWL, picked up the game while I was listening to... um, Listened to the game while I was driving around and then uh, got home and went back and uh, watched the rest of it on TV. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up. Also, uh, Taylor Swift at one point seems to tell the camera to go away, please. She didn't want the attention any longer. And also, uh, Cardell Hayes, the the guy who shot and killed Will Smith in a second trial, retried, has been convicted of manslaughter. And his, uh, his case was built on the idea of uh, self-defense. You know, you can't just shoot somebody. And you can't just claim self-defense. You kind of have to demonstrate that it really was self-defense. And Cardell Hayes couldn't do that. So, don't think that the answer is just to shoot somebody. I mean, if you have a gun, you have a right to have a gun. Especially if it's, well, not especially. You, you have a right to have a gun legally in this country. And so, if you have a gun legally, with that legal ownership of a gun comes responsibility. And just be responsible with your gun ownership. And, and you're not the problem. The gun's not the problem. The problem is what certain people do, do with the gun. But you can't, um, you, you can't do certain things in the course of shooting somebody and then claim self-defense. And the most obnoxious example of this was, this was a case in the, the Houston, Texas area. And some guy who was a, a former fireman, he lived across the street from somebody who was having a wild party. And the, the party, was, I mean, I don't know how wild the party was, but this guy was mad at the noise. So he walks across the street and, and shoots the owner of the house because the party was loud. You can't claim self-defense if you leave your property and go over to somebody else's property and shoot them. If you really were concerned about your life, you wouldn't have left your property in the first place. All right, we've got a call left over from last hour. Let's go to Gentili. Elmo, welcome to our show. Good afternoon.
4: Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great.
3: (laughs) I'm doing great too.
4: I, I, I want to make two comments. One, one is on the uh, death penalty stuff, the humane uh, execution. Uh, don't forget, uh, Doctor Kavorkian many years ago showed us showed everybody how to do that. All right, and and also um, uh, a veterinarian will, you know, I've had a couple of dogs put down. They they know how to do it too.
3: And, yeah, I don't and, understand why this is such a dilemma. Uh, I mean, a, a couple of people have come up, come up with some thoughts like the companies don't want you to know that their drug is being used to kill somebody. And, you know, look, I understand that, but that's not why the drug was yeah. made. It was made for something else. But if you give somebody too much of one thing, if you give somebody too much fentanyl, they will die. But that seems like a pretty easy way to go. So why is there a controversy over executions? Uh,
4: I, I don't know. But if somebody wants to read a nice book, it's called Empires of Light. And it was where Thomas Edison, Mr. DC, versus George Westinghouse, uh, Mr. AC, mm-hmm. uh, building the first electric chair. You know, really? But, uh, that that's discussed in that book. I don't remember the author.
3: Uh, uh, Elmo, do, the you, do you quiet. do you do you remember if there was a, a moral discussion around building the first electric chair? Oh,
4: absolutely. Yeah. George, George Westinghouse, he's Mr. AC, in the. Electric chair had the BAC, and it was um, um, alleged to be uh, very dangerous and if improperly used. Yeah, you can get electrocuted, you know, yeah, yeah. and that's what we have today. And uh, Thomas Edison promoted uh, D.C. George Westinghouse would not uh, uh, build it because he didn't want to build an electric chair. Mr. <laughs> Edison said he would build the electric chair just to show how bad— AC was
3: hmm. okay. That's interesting.
4: That the, the the story, but there's a lot of more stuff in the inhumane research going into the development of it. Hmm. Okay, but I also wanted to comment on the uh, what's going on with the border uh, bill. You got the bipartisan bill in the Senate it seems to be acceptable to Biden. He'll sign it. And uh, House members they're they're mostly controlled by Trump. And they want to delay it, to use it as, as a, uh, an, an election issue, thinking that it will favor Trump. But even if Trump were to be elected, which I hope he is not, people seem to forget that it's the Senate and the House, and they are so balanced and they won't be unbalanced, that, that you know, we'll be back in the same place again, if, if you understand the point I'm trying to make. Um, um because you have equal members and you know you know the the senate is what is it uh, uh <clears throat> 51 to 49 or something like that uh in favor of Democrats and the house has, has a three vote three vote majority now in the in the house and and uh as long as you have that close balance uh you'll never get a bill passed yeah um and, and so so Right now, you have an opportunity to get something
3: done, and,
4: and let's go make the first down rather than trying to throw a yeah. Hail Mary.
3: And, you know, and, but Elmo, they, they don't want to. In, in, in one case, it's, it, it, at this point, it's one side, but if the situation were turned around, it would be the other side. And do not underestimate that the border crisis is a positive for Donald Trump. The fact that there's a crisis at the border is a benefit to Donald Trump. So thousands and thousands and thousands of people might come across the border when there could have been something to stop them. But Donald Trump and a lot of Republicans don't want that problem solved because it gives them ammunition against Biden and the Democrats. And that's the sad reality of our politics. I mean, it's 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 disgusting. You know, Biden vows to totally shut down the border. Now he's talking about shutting down the border. But I don't see how that's going to happen. Securing the border through uh, negotiations is a win for America. For everyone who is demanding tougher border control, this is a way to do it, Biden said. And if you're serious about the border crisis, pass a bipartisan bill, I will sign it. But they don't want to pass a bill. And Trump is telling him not to pass the bill. So, you know, it's just a, a statement about where we are in, in terms of uh, politics. All right. I know why I'm confused about 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. It was that guy DeVito for the Giants who lived with his parents. But Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the, for the 49ers, he still lives with a roommate. Apparently, he's recently engaged and he lives with a roommate to share expenses because I believe he's on, on minimum wage, isn't he still on minimum wage with the NFL? Because, you know, you come in as a young quarterback and you're on a rookie, rookie contract. He's going to get paid big bucks soon. But I think it's somewhere around $800,000 is the minimum wage. If I'm wrong about this, please correct me, because I don't, I don't know if I know the exact numbers. But I, I think it's somewhere around $800,000. Now, in San Francisco, that's not as much money as it is as it is here. It's still a lot of money. You can live in San Francisco for $800,000 a year. But I just thought it was interesting that he led such a modest life that he still lived with a, a roommate and uh, and still drove like a, um, a Sequoia, I think, or some some uh, Toyota SUV, a, a big Toyota SUV, but still a, a Toyota Toyota SUV that didn't go out and, and spend a lot of money on all that stuff. And I, I just I, I love his underdog story. And he's he's done so well that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see when he does get the big contract. And quite often this happens. A player feels so much pressure that they don't do well. You know, you fight and you fight and you fight to get that contract that you think you deserve. Then you get the contract you deserve, and either there's so much pressure on you that you blow it, or you um, aren't hungry anymore because you got the contract. So sometimes players, when they finally get that big contract, uh, don't do... uh, don't do that well. All right, so the 49ers beat the Lions. They're going to the Super Bowl in two weeks in Vegas.
4: The 49ers outscored the Lions 27 to seven in the second half to come back and win the NFC Championship. Brock Purdy was 20 of 31 for 267 yards, a touchdown, and an interception.
5: To see the the clock hit zero and, and you're up is special to all of us. And so, obviously, we have one more job's not finished, but um, I'm, I'm just I can't tell you guys how proud i am of of the team to fight christian mccaffrey
4: had 90 yards rushing and two scores the lions had control the entire first half leading 24 to 7 before the 49ers took control in the loss jared goff was 25 of 41 passing for 273 yards and a TD. david montgomery ran for 93 yards and a score ryan leong santa clara
3: And the Chiefs uh, did beat the Ravens. That was an upset. I mean, the Ravens are at home. I know it's raining, but the Ravens are at home against the Chiefs. So, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl for the fifth time. Patrick Mahomes threw for 241 yards and a touchdown to help lead the Chiefs to
6: the AFC championship with a 17-10 win over the Ravens. The Chiefs advanced
4: to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last five seasons.
0: It truly is special just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together. um, It really is special, but uh, I I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, Our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that. Ring.
4: Travis Kelsey caught a 19-yard touchdown pass.
3: The Chiefs' defense forced two fumbles, one by Zay Flowers at the one-yard line. Flowers did catch a touchdown from Lamar Jackson. Craig Heist, Baltimore. You know, I really think the, the NFL, not the NFL, but I, I think the, the network did hold off on showing Taylor Swift some. I mean, they didn't show every time Travis Kelsey did something good, they, they didn't show her because he did a lot of good things and we didn't see her all the time. All right, Lions quarterback Jared Goff says he just can't explain what happened Sunday.
5: I struggle finding the words to totally encapsulate how or why, but um, I, I do know I'm proud of this team and proud of these guys and proud to be a part of it. And um, th- No quarter-half play defines any of us, and unfortunately um, they were better than us today. And
3: Lamar Jackson, what happened to the Ravens?
7: We get in that red zone. It's been, our, it's been our touchdown all season. You know, we just got to finish. And we didn't do a good job on finishing. Defense did a wonderful job. It held a great a great offense at 17 points. We got to execute. We scored one touchdown. And that's not like us. You know, that was early on in the year. No excuses, though. We got to take advantage.
3: And 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy uh, talked about the team trailing 24-7 at halftime.
5: No one was rah-rah. No one was freaking out. It was just, it's football. I feel like there's a lot of experienced guys on this team, veterans that have you know been in crazy situations. And, and so everyone's like, all right, we just got to do our job straight up. Like the offense has to move the ball. We got to put up points, convert on third downs, um, defense, get some stops for us.
3: All right, come on, Patrick Mahomes. You know, going to the Super Bowl all these times, I mean, it's got to be getting kind of old, right?
0: You don't take it for granted either. Um, You never know how many you're going to get to or if you're going to get to any. Um, And so it truly is special um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together. um, It really is special, but uh, I I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring.
3: Patrick Mahomes is amazing. I mean, I, I, I mean, amazing. He's, you know, you might not want to like him because he's so good. And sometimes somebody gets to be so good, you just don't even want to like him. Uh, but yeah, he is he is so good, but you can't help but just uh, but applaud him. All right. So it appeared at one point that Taylor Swift was um, saying, go away, please. Telling the cameras to get off of her. But boy, she uh, sure seemed to be showing off for of the cameras a lot of the time in that suite, watching her boyfriend. It's it's. I mean, it's not Taylor Swift's fault, you know. She's she's a superstar. Nobody has redder lipstick than Taylor Swift. It never looks smeared. And you know, she's just got that charisma, and she's a megastar. So of course they're going to show her. And for those who complain about it taking away from the game, I don't think it takes away from the game at all. And I think it just kind of humanizes one of the players who's part of the team. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be right back on WWL. Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: This is uh, Adam Lambert. His uh, big hit single was "What Do You Want From Me." Adam Lambert uh, went on to be the uh, uh, the frontman for Queen, which continued to tour. And I'll never forget watching Adam Lambert on American Idol, and I think he did Bohemian Rhapsody. And I said, "Man, this guy can do Queen. He's not Freddie Mercury, but he can do he can do Queen." And sure enough, he goes on to be the front man for, for Queen. Anyway, uh, Adam Lambert is uh, 42 years old today. His birthday. I guess it'd be a good excuse to put on some guyliner, mascara. Now, he did quite an artful job with the, uh, the makeup stuff. I'm Scoot on the air. Let's go to uh, Des Almond's, the catfish capital of the world. And uh, Ian, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
4: Yeah, it's kind of odd to have your same producer's name, huh? Ian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's
3: right. Usually, yeah. I say uh, Ian, and, and 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 Ian Hope comes on, but now you're on.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, so uh, I was just call call you to tell you about gun control, and I'm a gun owner, and but I just wanted to say before we get up to football, because I love, I watch football just like probably you do. This Forty uh, ers team, they murdered this this other team in the second half.
3: Uh, yeah, they did. I do what did.
4: you thought about it, but uh, speaking of murders, have you talked to Vince Marinello lately?
3: Talked to who? No,
4: Vince Marinello.
3: No, I don't. know. Oh, don't okay. talk Appreciate to him. That. That's enough. Oh, that was abrupt.
8: <laughs> really? I just to be clear. Kind of we, weird. Well, I didn't do that.
3: Yeah, he hung up. He just bailed out.
8: Yeah. Weird.
3: All right. Well, I mean, that's it's kind of a, a you know tacky thing to call up and ask if we talk to talk to that person. He's. Because of the controversy that he was he's, involved in,
8: he's 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 no longer with us. He's not available. That's correct. For us I mean, why would we, yeah,
3: why we why would we talk to him? Why would we have any conversation with him? Yeah, I guess he was trying to be cute with. They murdered the team in the second half. By the way, have you talked to? You know, that so was his that was his big segue.
2: Ah, keep uh, working, Ian. Yeah, I
3: wonder how long he thought of that. Yeah, yeah.
8: L- call us back when you got a tight five, my guy.
6: Yeah. All right,
3: let's go to Gretna, uh, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, what do you have for us?
6: hey scoot hey look i just want to say thank you for the uh scoot on the air shirt you uh gave me a shirt friday at logo express at your remote there and i appreciate you holding the xl for me i do Uh, they they had a throng of people there in fighting over shirts
3: and they and and a couple of them wanted extra large but i was holding that one off on the side for you
6: I saw that they were sizing me up. I was sizing them up, and everybody there—it was like Elvis Presley was there. Everybody wanted a shirt, and then when everybody was not looking, totally diverted. I don't know what he did, but Scoot handed me the shirt. It was a great handoff. I tossed it Patrick to you, Patrick Mahomes. Stopped. Yes, he actually threw it to me like Patrick Mahomes would do. Yeah,
3: I kind of when, when, when I saw attention diverted, I kind of tossed you the kind of tossed you, you the shirt. You, I, I'm glad it wasn't you, intercepted.
6: It, you did, you could teach Derek Carr a lot of things. I'll <laughs> leave it at that. Um, and thanks for all the plugs last week for Old Gretna for crew acuties cuties. It was a great day. The weather finally stopped. Uh, it stopped raining, and we yeah. had a great run. You know, Old Gretna is really building up. It's becoming, I, I think, like the new uptown New Orleans. It's five minutes from downtown. It's really building up a lot of local flavor. And uh, I appreciate what you did. Look, I hope it does not rain out for Saturdays family Gras for Mad Hatter's and cheap trick. I don't know what the contingency plan is scoop, but man, the weather looks bad. I don't know if they're going to move some of the bands up or maybe, or maybe move Mad Hatter's to another day. But I think some of the Metairie officials, they might want to consider it because, Unless things change, it looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty nasty.
3: You know, I didn't see the, I was busy this morning. I didn't see the weather this morning. I saw the weather last night, and it didn't look great. But then at the very end of the forecast, they said, well, you know, just hang on. It's still a ways off. The crew of Mad Hatter's, Cheap Trick, Family Gras, Saturday night. It's a big, big night for Mardi Gras in Metairie, and we can hope that it either comes early or it comes after. These fronts can change. It's only Monday. We have a few more days to to, to figure all of that out. And I know that between the uh, crew of Mad Hatters uh, and, and Jefferson Parish, they will do the right thing. But as far as we know, everything is set to go. And I'm so looking forward to uh, this weekend. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Tax Text Line, 504-260-1870. Let's go to Baton Rouge. Hey, Jim.
0: Hey, how you doing, Scoot? I'm good. Well, one thing I wanted to share about was like last week you were saying about how the Democrats right now, the economy is doing great and all that. Well, of course it is. It's an election year next year. They want to look good. But what have they done <sighs> yeah. the last three years? I mean, the first thing Biden did was tell Close down the pipeline so that the Republicans don't get credit for it, and it really put yeah. us in a pickle for the last few years. Yeah, have well, we you seen? Have, have you have day. you
3: noticed? Have you noticed, Jim? Have you noticed all the articles that have been written that document the the horrific impact that closing down that has had on the economy? Those articles are everywhere. You ought to check some of them out. They're everywhere.
0: Well, I just know now that we're buying foreign oil; it's kind of expensive. Yeah.
3: Well, of course, it's the it's the job of the party that's in office to make the economy look good, and it's the job of the party that's not in office to hope the economy tanks. But that doesn't say much about how much they care about the American think, people. Well, I didn't say that. Donald Trump did. Nah,
0: I think that was taken out of context. If you look at the context, it well,
3: sure a Oh, yeah, context. okay. Yeah, maybe it was a joke.
0: No, that's not my opinion. Maybe so it was know, a joke. I didn't hear it personally.
3: Yeah, It's interesting how um, you don't want to hear what you don't want to hear, but you sure hear everything else.
0: No, I mean, if I heard it in the content or I'd heard it on the on the news or whatever, wherever the situation was, I heard it myself. Yeah. Well, but it's but it's a natural thing, Jim.
3: I mean, it's it's not a stretch. I mean, if it were a Democrat uh, and and a Republican was in the White House, Democrats wouldn't want the economy to be doing well because. But but the thing is, is that you just don't say it out loud. You know, you you yeah. don't want the economy to do well, but you're not going to say it out loud because because if you want the economy to tank, that's going to hurt a lot of American families.
0: Yeah. Now, one other thing real quick. Yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theorist like that other guy was, but it's just, to me, that uh, um, Lions-Niner game just looked a little fishy to me. I'm sorry. It's just like the Lions looked really strong at first, and then they were making plays left and right. All the receivers were catching balls yeah. without a problem for some reason. Second half, they couldn't
3: catch the ball to save their life. Yeah, have you heard about halftime adjustments? Yeah,
0: but I mean, not that drastic. It just seemed like a little drastic. Really, little more drastic.
3: What about when the Falcons it lost to amazing. the What about when the Falcons lost to the uh, to the Patriots? It was twenty eight to three, I think.
0: Yeah, that that
3: was just weird. Oh, so that was just weird. Oh, was so just was just weird like but said, this is not... a conspiracy. Okay, but Jim. I mean, it's
0: just like. I mean, so yeah,
3: yeah, i I mean, a lot of people are laughing right now, so I, I appreciate the humor you bring to the show,'
0: well, no, I mean a normal coach, for some reason, I don't know why, you have fourth and three to make it, and instead of going for the three points to make a field goal and maybe take it into overtime, you run it. You well, I, a I mean, that, you and know,
3: I know, look, I, sometimes coaches make such bad decisions that you wonder if it is fixed, but I don't, I don't think it is fixed, um, but they do, some coaches make, I, that was a terrible, in my opinion, that's a terrible decision, but maybe that's not why, I'm, maybe that's why I'm not a coach.
0: I mean, it's, I say, the reason why I think something's going on a little bit with the NFL is after that no call that we had a number of years ago, it's just, I don't know, it's just, uh that's a bad taste in my mouth. I'm
3: just saying. Yeah. Well, teams make a uh, teams make adjustments, and 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 some, you know, really good teams, like really good teams, and the 49ers are a really good team. They get down, and we just had the uh, the. Com- in fact, um, can we play the uh, huh? the comment? Let's play Let's play the comment, Ian from 49ers quarterback uh, Brock Purdy, and so the 49ers. Are behind twenty-four to seven at halftime. Now, good teams have good leaders. Here's what Brock Purdy said when they were down twenty-four-seven.
5: No one was rah-rah, no one was freaking out. It was just it's football. I feel like there's a lot of experienced guys on this team, veterans that have, you know, been in crazy situations, and and so everyone's like, all right, we just got to do our job straight up. Like the offense has to move the ball, we got to put up points convert on third downs um defense get some stops for us
3: yeah i mean i thought a couple of those calls were were kind of strange but i i you know i didn't see anything wrong with the 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 game and and teams come back all the time look the the saints were ahead in games this past season and the 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 other team came from behind and won so does that mean the NFL's fixed i i don't i don't think so and then um you know, I, I love to hear. Well, I, I didn't hear Trump say that, so you know, maybe it was taken out of context. It's he he may not have said he hopes that the economy tank. I forgot the exact words, but he basically said he hopes the economy falters, hopes the economy collapses. I think he used the word maybe collapse. Um, that's not good for Americans, but it would be good for Republicans. It would be good for Trump. It would be it would if the if the economy collapsed, it would give Trump a better chance of being elected this year. And I just think those kind of um, statements are a reminder that they don't care about us. They just care about them. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870. Oh, I remember this song. On the SOTA rock culture calendar on this day in 1977, this was the number one song in America. Something really sexy about girls washing cars. (laughs) I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. A lot of parading this weekend, and then it's going to be pretty much nonstop until Mardi Gras Day. I'm Scoot on the air. Uh, It's a great time to be here. Michael Thomas, remember him? If you're a Saints fan, you might remember Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was a great, great wide receiver. Michael Thomas has not put on a Saints uniform uh, since week 10 of the 2023 season. But yet his criticism of the Saints continues. Um, He is comparing Derek Carr to Mahomes and he's saying that Mahomes uses his eyes. Derek Carr does not. Am I the only one who remembers this? Was Was I mistaken? It seemed like in the very beginning of this season, it seemed like Michael Thomas was excited about being back with the Saints because Derek Carr was quarterback. Did I maybe misunderstand that? Because now he's kind of throwing shade on, on, on Derek Carr and related some kind of uh, injury to a bad ball that was uh, thrown in his direction. Michael Thomas finished the season with 39 catches, 448 yards, and one touchdown underachieving because of another injury. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Zulu Queen, the Queen of Zulu, 2024. She arrived at the airport. The Zulu Social Aid and Pleasure Club announced the Queen of Zulu is A. Angelique Roche. And she arrived at Louis Armstrong International Airport yesterday afternoon. Now, where did she fly in from? E- even, if, uh, even if they're from here, I think they, uh, they arrive at the airport. Do they go somewhere else and then come back? I'm I'm not really clear on that, but they always arrive at the airport. Uh, Zulu rolls a Tuesday, Mardi Gras Day, February thirteenth at eight o'clock in the morning, and it's uh, it's fun. It's it's the parade before uh, before uh, uh, before um, uh, Rex. Always fun, Zulu. Mm-hmm. Anyway, beautiful uh, beautiful woman is is the queen, and let's see. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say about the, the Queen of Zulu. But anyway, beautiful woman. And, oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Cherise um, uh, Gibson from Channel 4 is part of the, uh, the the Zulu court, the Queen's court. She was all dressed up and looking beautiful as usual. Uh, let's go to Harahan. And, uh, Terry, you're on WWL. Hey, Terry. Yes. How you doing? Good.
7: Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the border problem. Uh, whoever, you know, the president is, I think, you know, if they just go back to Trump's or Trump's or policies the last administration, just go back to that and, uh, you know, stay in Mexico and just come out on the air and say that, you know, we've had we got too many t- have came in and we got to stop. So you're yeah. not welcome anymore. I think that would probably, you know, and do the stay in Mexico I mean, and just enforce the current laws. I think you know personally.
3: You now, Terry, it does seem like uh, it does seem like Joe Biden has presented this image from the beginning that everybody's welcome, and and that works its way down the down the line, and and and, and yeah. people feel like, um, well, you know, they 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 they're kind of welcome under uh, Joe Biden there also is now going to be this fear that Trump is going to get reelected. So I'm sure the rush on the border now is because people think that Trump is going to be reelected and they've got a better chance of getting in now than when Trump is reelected. So they better come here now.
7: That may be. And I mean, you know, if you look at, like for example, Mayorkas, I mean, he goes down there and he, he really don't even think there's an issue, you know, But, I mean, obviously, everybody can see there is an issue.
3: Look, there's been an issue for a long time, Terry, and it's sad that this is about humanity, but it's really about politics. Let's go to Ian with some of your text messages.
8: Yeah, we'll do three more just to kind of tie off a couple of the different things we've been talking about today. Here's a text that says, Trump needs to shut up and go home. Unless the border bill closes the border, it is not worth passing. If the present laws were being enforced, we wouldn't need another bill.
3: Look, it's a crisis. It was a crisis when Trump was president and it's only gotten worse. So it's just, I'm just going to be brief. The border is being used as a political pawn. And it's sad because human life is involved here.
8: unless the border bill closes the border. I mean, Joe Biden is out here saying, I will close the border immediately if you pass this bill. I mean, that is a remarkable departure in tone for a Democrat in the White House to say like, yeah, we'll close it down today. But you've got to pass this bill that makes it possible for us to have a bipartisan lasting consensus on this. We need a comprehensive reform approach. We can't just keep slapping executive orders on this.
3: No, it's true. And then there's other stuff tied in with that bill as well. So that's what makes it, by politics indeed
8: here's a text that says the perfect way to euthanize death row inmates is to put them in a garage with an old ford 150 pickup truck running and a yeti cooler filled with ice cold heineken (laughs) the next day they are done silent and painless
3: yeah well that's one way does it have to be heineken no i guess it could be anything
8: i mean i'm thinking like god forbid i ever commit a crime so bad that i'm on death row and i'd like get to choose my method of execution yeah like stick me in my high school car put me back in the camaro with a 12 pack of miller light and close the garage that sounds good
3: look i've said this before if if you uh if you drank like um if you drank like a bottle of a full bottle of jägermeister the Uh, night before you're set to be executed uh, you're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna want them (laughs) to kill you and you don't care how they kill you take me now
8: (laughs) I'll leave you with this one, Scoot. This text says, sometimes, you know, I'm not one of those conspiracy theory guys or anything. But do you know that there's some people that still think the earth is round? No way. Can you believe it? No way. I I thought we put that to bed.
3: I'm looking out of the studio window right now, and all I see is it's flat.
8: Yeah, I don't see anything out there. It's
3: flat. The earth is flat. It's... it's, Oh, my God. Some people think the earth is round.
8: Fake news. Crazy.
3: Mentioned this earlier. uh, Eminem flipped off some 49ers fans at the NFC Championship game. Um, You know, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's not the right way to express yourself, but he did it. He's a big Detroit Lions fan from the Detroit area. Been a Lions fan for a long time. And what about the guy? A guy... A guy got, for the lines, the lines, Super Bowl champs 2024 tattooed at the beginning of his season. And he said he has never been so sure about anything in his life. Whoops. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. So uh, there are reports that, that kids as young as 10 have these routines that they do every night to make sure that their skin looks young. 10-year-olds 10-year-olds are what? are using using skin products to make sure that their their skin looks young. I mean there's nothing worse than you know you're 10 years old and somebody thinks you're 12. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? I am in third grade. Rude. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, some people are freaking out over that. We'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. Also, um, Tesla is reportedly planning a new mass market electric vehicle. All right, now don't freak out over this. You don't have to buy it. This is not necessarily America becoming a socialist nation or some kind of left-wing liberal nation. Tesla is just trying to capitalize on the market. All right. We'll have a lot to uh, talk about on the show tomorrow afternoon. And look, just remember, uh, we're going to point out in this election year of 2024, we're going to be quick to point out when it's politics. And sometimes it's politics. And sometimes the American people don't matter. And there are things that Republicans don't care about, make it seem like they don't care about people. Same thing with Democrats. They act like they don't care about us as people. They only care about getting reelected. And the reason they do that is because it's true because that's all they care about. I want to thank our program director and brand manager, Diane Newman, assistant program director and brand manager and senior producer of Scoot on the Air, Ian Hook, Uh, news anchor Chris Miller, and traffic with Dave Brannon. As always, I thank you for being part of the show. Hey, join me on Facebook. It's Scoot on the Air. I'd love to have you post there. I'm Scoot. Love you, New Orleans.